This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at andreaslinks.com. That's Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. Hello, my friends. And welcome back to the podcast. The episode you're about to listen to is one of my favorites, and so much so that it drove me to actually, the content in there drove me to actually become a certified You Need a Budget coach over the summer. The response I got it from it was overwhelming, so I decided to take even more action because also in my many years of coaching and even in my previous jobs and businesses, I have found and might even go to the table on this one, that the topic of today's podcast, money, budgets, saving, spending, wealth, and the stress around it is palpable for so many. Money, budget, spending, saving, it creates so much stress for many women. They fear the word budget, or even they fear looking in the bank account, both personal and business. Okay, so that is why I decided to do something about it. We have narratives around money and budgeting. We have stories that have come with us from our childhood and our past experiences. We also have labels about ourselves like I'm not good with money or I've tried all that before regarding money. But just like everything, the past is a teacher. It is not a fortune teller. And I want to empower you to rewrite your personal relationship your personal narrative with money and budgets and keeping track of it all. And I'm all about helping women create confidence so that they can go out and do what they want to do in life. And money confidence is just one more kind of confidence, just one more place where we need confidence for sure. So based on lots of research and observation and learning and my certification with You Need a Budget or affectionately called YNAB, I have created an entire coaching program around money, and you can go find out more about that at moneyconfidencenow.com or via the Work With Me page on my website. But the gist of this Money Confidence Now program is that we need both the mindset and the thoughts around money to make our money work for us. And we need a system or a lens through which to view it, manage it, and manipulate it. So in the Money Confidence Coaching Program, you receive both one-on-one coaching to help you with that mindset, and you learn a tool or a system that will help you manage money, the You Need a Budget system or software. You actually also receive two free months of the software. And I know that everybody's at different places with money confidence, so that's why I made this flexible. You've got one, three, or six sessions as well. So Based on where you are in your money journey or using tools, you can make the appropriate choice for what you need. Now, as you listen, you might be thinking, I don't really need this episode because my partner takes care of the money. And that can be actually, side note, great or can be stressful. Or you might tell me, I don't need this because I'm not worried about money. We have enough money. We have a steady flow of money. We have a financial planner and a CPA and we have a 401k. Here's the thing, this is still for you because none of those facts stated above have anything to do with your money confidence. Money confidence is a feeling 
and one which can always move more toward the positive end of the spectrum. I would bet you $1 million that you have not thought about money in the way in which I will present it in this episode. And if you are concerned about whether or not you will have enough money in the future, maybe for retirement, this money is for you. If you're a business owner, you may think that you don't need this episode either because you are profitable in your business. You have a CPA, you use QuickBooks, you have a bookkeeper. Again, you need this episode because it really is more about cash flow and forecasting that create the safety or the certainty or lack of cash flow or un- not understanding cash flow and forecasting that create the stress. And the- you need the confidence in knowing where money will be going, not just where it's gone. CPAs and QuickBooks and bookkeepers, they're all looking at past transactions. Those resources or tools do not help you make decisions about the future. They don't help you plan for what you want. They're really just about the past. So you need this episode to learn how to make money work for you in your business in the future moving forward and to make decisions from abundance without anxiety or stress. So, okay, let's get into it. This is an episode where you might wanna take notes because this is great, great stuff. And if you're listening in front of a computer, you might wanna check out moneyconfidencenow.com. But here we go. You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama and figure out the how in order to reach your goals? You're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about creating wealth. Creating wealth. Does that sound hard to you? Because I think it sounds hard to a lot of us, (laughs) especially women. But before we start, I want to just read to you a couple sentences that are part of the copy on my website. And I This is how I felt about the thought or how I would actually achieve or create wealth. Here's what I wrote. I get it. I was just like you. I thought I would eventually figure it out because it's not rocket science. And I felt like you should be able to DIY this whole process solo. But DIY didn't work for me. How's it working for you? You've thought that maybe you should ride out the storm, that this too shall pass. Newsflash, the weatherman reported that in some areas, the storm has turned into a hurricane, and she's not sure exactly when the whole thing will come ashore. What will happen when it all does come ashore, all of it? 
There are a lot of areas in your life that you want to get control over, home, health, finances, relationships, work. And at times, you think your only option is to evacuate. You could continue to shy away from putting goals down on paper, and you actually have. I bet that paper is buried under the rubble of that hurricane. And I know some years you do write business and professional goals, but you rarely put pen to paper on what you want, what actually lights you up. Because you wonder, what really is wrong with me? What am I so scared of? Why can't I do it? Let's face it. What you really want is to know what to do about it before the hurricane hits again. Okay, so that's on my page for Achieve More, Do Less. And when I was writing that, I was thinking about all sorts of things, right? Like as women, we think we should be able to figure out all sorts of things all by ourselves. And to me, creating wealth and and actually managing money was one of those. Like I thought I should be able to figure it all out in a spreadsheet or by having different accounts or using QuickBooks or all these things. But I, I couldn't, I didn't, it wasn't working for me. And it got to a point where I felt a little bit, it was stressful because I was unsure of where money was going and how I was creating money. So once I got a hold of that, it became so empowering. So I'm going to share with you today how I actually got a handle on the wealth, the money, and how I did it. Okay. And I am going to give kudos to You Need a Budget. Okay, which is a tool that I actually use to do this. And you've probably heard me talk about it before, but I can't say enough great things about it. And here's why. It's like, it's you've never budgeted like you need a budget helps you do because you need a budget is not really a budget. Okay, forget everything you've heard about budgeting. It's not what you think it is. It is not scary because what This tool does, you need a budget that aligns your money with your priorities and your values like we talked about in the episode before. Last week, episode 67, you need a tool that helps you make your hopes and your dreams, those big dreams, a reality. You don't need a spreadsheet, okay? You need a budget that's adaptable and flexible, So yes, budgets can be flexible and one that can change as your life circumstances change, as your business circumstances change. You don't need rigid formulas that break like the the formulas in the Excel spreadsheet every time like something unexpected happens, okay? You need a budget that smooths out the ups and downs of life and work. And one that really provides you, and I totally feel this now, security and stability and flexibility in your financial life. You don't need a monthly reminder of all the things you should feel guilty about, which I know for a lot of you is exactly what happens. Okay, so let's turn the discussion and kind of continue the discussion from episode 67 on priorities. All right, really, if you think about it, Your budget is nothing more and nothing less than a map of your priorities. Okay, think about that. That sink in. Your budget is nothing more or nothing less than a map of your priorities. It's telling you what you are valuing. It's kind of like how you spend your time is an indicator of how you're managing your mind. How you spend your money 
is also an indicator of how you manage your mind. But when you hear the word budget, you probably think about accounting and CPAs and taxes, and you think about restricting yourself or denying yourself things. But what I want you to do, I want you to let those stereotypes go, okay? And instead, I want you to think about your budget as your priorities all laid out so you can reach them, so you can create the wealth you want so that you can achieve more, okay? Maybe I mean, maybe you've tried this before, or maybe you've come away thinking that you don't have enough money or you're not at a place where you even need a budget, or you spend all your money every month anyway, so why even bother, okay? Or sometimes we let ourselves off the hook because we've just never been good with money, or on the flip side, money's never really been an issue. The money's always always been there. So I want you to let all those misconceptions go. Okay, I think the reason that most people struggle with their budget is because they're not sure what their priorities are. Like we all have likes and desires and dreams. We might have goals, even whims. But have you really thought about your priorities? Maybe, maybe your priority is spending more time together as a family. Okay, and so spending money on family vacations or dinners it's, that's a priority. Maybe it is getting your kids through college debt-free. Maybe your priority is eating more organic produce, okay? It might be that new fancy car, or it might be a trip, or it might be a new golf club, okay? Maybe it's escaping the anxiety in mental health. Your mental health is important, escaping anxiety of being deep in debt. We can't tell you your priorities. They're all yours. But what we can teach you is how to align your money with your priorities. Okay. So the result is going to be something that you've probably never experienced before. Perfect confidence that your money is doing precisely what it should. Okay. How would that be? What do you mean your money is going to do precisely what it should be doing? Well, I'm going to show you, right? But the first thing you need to do, and maybe you've done this because you listened to episode 67, is you need to do some thinking and talking, right? And this this is really just you spending time clarifying what's most important to you, what brings you the most joy. And you know what? To me, sometimes getting new clothes does bring me the most joy or spending money on that great bottle of wine, right? But define your priorities, either by yourself or with your partner and write them down, sit with them, change them a few times until they feel just right. And you don't have to go into nitty gritty detail here, but it's critical that you take the time to decide what's really important to you. It's gonna guide everything else you do. All right, here we go. I'm gonna share with you three rules when it comes down to budgeting. The first one, rule number one, is that every dollar must have a job. You're gonna give every dollar a job. All right, now, imagine you have a day, I bet you can kind of imagine this, you have a day when you have a free afternoon, something got canceled, and you have three hours to do what you please. Okay, so what are you gonna do in those three hours? What is most important to you? All right, now, imagine 
that you've decided it's important to eat together as a family. That's a priority for you, especially if you can supply some of your own food. And you related to being healthy, you want to make exercise part of your daily life. So you decide this is how you're going to spend your three free hours. You're going to spend one hour running, one hour preparing dinner, and one hour weeding in the garden in the backyard. Okay, then you remember you'd also like to read a novel that your friend recommended and you've been trying to reward yourself with a little bit of entertainment, right? But you've already allocated those three available hours and that's like a finite sum of time. You can't just poof, create another hour. You can't do two things with the same hour. Like you can't weed the garden and run. Not a good idea. So If you want to read, you're going to have to reprioritize, all right? And so maybe this day, reading a book is more important than running or cooking or weeding, okay? Or maybe you decide, guess what? All four of these things are important, and you're going to read for a little less time and take a shorter run. All of these are choices. They're just choices and decisions that are yours. But no matter what, you have only three hours. It's a finite amount of time. And it really doesn't matter what you end up choosing to do. It only matters that you engage in the process of prioritizing. And so what when you do, your time is going to be aligned with your priorities. You're actually probably going to find joy in it. But if you don't prioritize your time, it will be gone. And you'll wonder, where did it all go, right? So at the end of the day, you're like, what did I just do? This works the same way with your money. Because money is also finite. So no matter how much of it you have, you need to prioritize where it goes. And as you prioritize what's most important to you, it will definitely become clear where you should spend your money. So consider this, okay? You need to give every one of your dollars a job. And you're gonna decide in advance what you need it to do and where you need it most. And you'll work only with the money you actually have and give it a job, only one job, to each dollar. And once you give a dollar a job, it will just sit there waiting until it completes the job or until you decide a different job is more important. They're your dollars and your priorities, and it's a process, and it can, and you've got flexibility in it, assigning these dollars, but it's, it's important to give every dollar a job. Okay, now here's some things that might come up as you give every dollar a job, all right? You might get to the place where you feel or experience a little scarcity, okay? You feel that scarcity. We talked about that um, in the podcast about creating abundance or deciding from abundance. But when you create, when you have that fear, when you're feeling that scarcity, you are tempted to not be honest with yourself, All right. So when you recognize that you've had three hours that, oh my gosh, I've got three free hours. What am I going to do? It can quickly really turn into, yeah, it's only three hours. I need 30 hours. And with that kind of attitude, it really doesn't matter how much time you have or don't have. It's your feeling you're just wishing there were more. There was more time. There was more money. There was more dessert. There were more meals already cooked in your kitchen, right? You name it. This is an important moment because the feeling of scarcity might tempt you to quit budgeting. You might decide 
that this isn't for you. But when you step back and embrace the scarcity, okay, you start to make good decisions. If you become okay with experiencing that feeling, it's not comfortable. But if you are willing to work through it, you start to make better decisions. And when you recognize, just like when you recognize your time is finite, you appreciate it more. You're more intentional about how you spend it. And how you spend it, it's more likely to align with your priorities. So if we pretended that there was no such thing as scarcity, you could easily waste an entire day binge watching Ozarks. I'm currently watching Ozarks, okay? But when you realize your money is finite and name one and only one job for each dollar, money can start to feel a little scarce, even if you have a lot. So even if you had all day to watch Ozarks, right? But if you realize you only had that day, that day, the time can start to feel scarce. So anticipating this feeling is really what might be keeping you from budgeting. Okay, but I want to go back and say feeling that feeling of scarcity is actually a good thing. Experiencing it, embracing it, it's a good thing. Now, we don't want to run out of money or never buy anything fun again. We want to notice, I want to notice, when I give every dollar a job, there is a finite number of dollars, all right? And it's one reason to make sure that you really do name the job or the priority for each dollar. And your awareness is gonna grow every time you spend a dollar because you're making a choice. You're consistently making choices that align with your priorities. And that's what's going to make you really happy. When you run away from scarcity and try to forecast how much money you might have down the road, you take your focus away from right now. And it's easy to imagine more money coming later and putting off prioritizing in the present. But think about your money and think about what's most important. And those important things deserve your attention, the attention of your money. Sure, it might mean that other things get less money, but that's being honest. When the money starts to feel scarce, where you might be inclined to be less than honest, then we have to take a look. All right, so when you start giving every dollar a job, you might be tempted to assign dollars based on how you wish things were instead of how they really are. All right, so go back to the afternoon with three free hours. You could be dishonest with yourself and pretend each activity will only take you half an hour instead of the whole thing. You could be dishonest and skip over budgeting for a whole activity, okay, like the shower after you run. But either way, the effect is the same, all right? If you wish things were different than they are, or you create a situation that really isn't aligned with your priorities, you end up spending time where it isn't best served. You end up frustrated. It's the same thing with your money, okay? If you wish you only spent $500 on groceries, but you have made a reasonable effort to change it and you spent 600 in the past four months, then really you should be budgeting 600. All right, now, perhaps that doesn't sound like budgeting because you're giving in to the habit of spending 600. But so far, like that is the reality. And if there's one thing your budget needs to be, it does need to be realistic. 
So every decision you make impacts other decisions that follow. So if you budget $500 for those groceries instead of $600, the $600 that you're very likely to spend, that's $100 you'll go and spend elsewhere. But that's not realistic. You know you're going to need another 100 for the groceries in the end. So send those dollars to groceries in the beginning. Be honest with yourself and with your budget, and you'll sleep so much better at night. Okay, so honesty, people. Honesty and scarcity, recognizing those two feelings that come when you give every dollar a job is important. All right, here's rule number two. Embrace your true expenses. Embrace your true expenses. That's kind of tags off or segues off of the honesty thing. All right, so like we said, sometimes an hour or three hours or a whole day, it's not enough, all right? And sometimes you leave too many hours uh, not kind of accounted for in terms of priorities. You, you leave, you kind of waste away too many hours, okay? We've all been there. We wait till the last hour to make something happen and then it's not enough, all right? So this is kind of like the don't procrastinate. All right, now imagine, and this happens to me, imagine you're having visitors. Imagine my in-laws are coming in from New York and I am getting my house ready and I wait till the last minute to clean. I left it all for the few hours before they arrive, right? And then I start to scramble and I spend all day doing it. And when I do that, then I don't have time for anything else. Then I end up not eating a healthy meal and ordering takeout. Then I end up abandoning my workout. Then I end up not having any time to relax, right? Those, and those were my priorities. So the job got done. I cleaned, but I, maybe I didn't clean as well. And I abandoned my priorities. I didn't have a plan. Okay, I didn't break the job into manageable pieces. And imagine... I want you to imagine this though. Instead, what if I had tried, what if I had not tried to do it all at the last second and I had taken an hour a day for the week before and cleaned a room at a time? All right, so one hour, one room each day for the week before. Then what would have happened? Then this whole thing would have been a whole lot easier. Don't you agree? It would have been a whole lot easier. No stress, okay? So, If I were to break this down and budget my time over the week, I would have smoothed out the craziness and avoided the stress instead of trying to put it all into one chunk of time at the end. Now, how does this relate to money? Well, when you make progress now on tasks that need to be done later, you flip around your strategy for getting it done. You use your time in ways that are truer to your actual needs, all right? So by planning ahead, there's not as many ups and downs. My stress level is lower. I eat better. I get exercise in. So imagine if your finances felt the same way, and they can, all right? I want you to imagine never dreading the arrival of a big bill. Why? How? Because let's say you're going to set aside money for your annual insurance premium every month. 
because oftentimes we don't do that and we're caught by a big surprise. But if you put away a little bit each month, the money will be right there waiting for you. Now, I am not talking about starting a separate account. I'm just talking about allocating the money, right? Kind of like putting it in envelopes almost. Imagine next summer's vacation, okay? Instead of paying for it in all in one sum, and maybe you are gonna literally pay for it in one lump sum, but you've started to allocate money because you know these things are coming and you can and should be ready. So instead of scrambling to pay the massive amount when you're on the trip and we're getting moving money around, you've already allocated it. Think about other things in life, like huge bills for your kids, like orthodontia, tuitions, okay? If you have money waiting in your account to pay it, there is no stress, all right? But now, not everything is predictable, all right? And this rule number two, it can help you prepare for things also that might feel like surprises if you think of them as predictable, like surprises are predictable. Car repairs, predictable. Home repairs, predictable. Medical bills, predictable. Like they may not know exactly how much, but they are predictable. They're not surprises. You just don't know exactly when they're coming or how much they're gonna cost, but they will come. And when you put money aside for them now, they aren't stressful later. When we don't prepare this way, these large monthly, non-monthly bills catch us off guard, all right? And then it puts all that planning we've done for our priorities at risk. So rule number two, embrace your true expenses, all right? And kind of to go along with this theme here, you need to budget for all of it, okay? You need to budget for all of it. You need to budget for all parts of the day, for example. Like, let's just think of a day, all right? You're gonna get up, you're gonna eat breakfast, you're gonna get dressed, you're gonna go to work, you're gonna make dinner for the family. These are things that happen every day and you plan for them without a second thought, except I hate planning what's for dinner, all right? But maybe this is how you've treated your expenses in your budget, okay? You total up things like that are really predictable, the rent, or the mortgage, car payments, gas, groceries, all the things that happen each month without fail. There's no resistance to them. They happen all the time. They're monthly expenses, all right? But maybe then it's a month where it feels kind of unlucky because this month you had some car expenses, a repair, okay? And it's February, so your heating bill is a little higher, all right, so this isn't like an unlucky month. These things, although we didn't know exactly what the cost would be, they are predictable. So your true expenses are everything that you have or want to pay for right now, plus everything you're gonna need to pay for in the future. And they include monthly things like rent and cell phone bills, but all and also quarterly things like insurance bills or camps. And they include things like car repairs that really shouldn't be surprises. Holiday spending shouldn't be a surprise. Higher utility bills, heating in February, not a surprise, okay? So you can implement this rule too by putting a single dollar aside for something today. At first, it might feel like you're juggling some of your immediate obligations and your less frequent true expenses, but that's okay. This is a lot, we're in for this for the long game. Okay, because when we're budgeting for two expenses, the juggling stops. 
Now, here's the last and final rule. Roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Okay? If you had those three hours in the afternoon and you'd plan to garden and run and read, and all of a sudden you decide, you know what? I'm going to take the kids to the beach. Should you stick with your plan and exercise or should you change plans and go to the beach? You know what? The fact is we our plans change all the time, right? They change all the time. So we adjust and it's normal, especially during COVID. Haven't we adjusted? But hopefully you're not doing this rolling with the punches thoughtlessly because we do want to keep our money spending aligned with our priorities. Okay, so imagine though, if you budgeted your money or your time and you weren't allowed to change, you weren't allowed to change, that wouldn't work because let's say you had planned to um, meet a friend for dinner and then you have a sick kid. You're not going to dinner, right? But you've given yourself the grace to change the plan. All right, so of course you can change your plans, but really, Right. But really, the whole premise of not being allowed to change is absurd because it just doesn't work in life. You can't know exactly what you're going to do hour by hour, weeks or months from now. And your finances are the same. You cannot and should not set out outlines for your money and not be willing to change them because our priorities change all the time, our goals change on an annual basis or sometimes on a monthly basis. When the details change and they will, you can change with them. Rigid budgets break. And that's probably another reason why you might have shied away from doing a budget, all right? When you've budgeted though $400 for gifts and spent it all on one person and then realize you've completely forgotten about the other person you have to buy the gift for, what are you gonna do? Are you not gonna give a gift to your mother? Of course not. You're going to adjust and you might take some money from your entertainment budget or your clothing budget, whatever is most sensible given your priorities. And this is works with everything. The massive car repair was put you over budget. That's okay. Maybe we're going to take a little bit of money from the summer vacation. Okay. So you got to roll with the punches. You've got to adjust and adapt and breathe and be confident that you're still on track and moving forward. Okay, because changing your budget means deciding from an empowered place what to change. So the answer, my friends, goes back to prioritizing and only you can answer that question. But your budget is really gonna reflect your priorities. You don't know that some priorities are more than important than others. You don't know that for the next 10 years. Like you can't predict priorities for the next 10 years, but you can predict them for now. And your budget for now should reflect them. All right. So there are our priorities that you should never touch or even contemplate, like having a roof over your head. Okay. But at the other end of the spectrum, you have priorities that might be more discretionary. They're things that you want, things you like, but things you can do without entertainment or recreation, for example. And in between, there's a whole lot of other things. These are the things that are important to you but the consequences for not having the money right now are not dire. Things like clothes and vacations and gifts. So if you've got nothing you can reassign from the lowest level of priorities, you might look into things a little differently. You might group your categories differently. 
and and you may decide that you're going to change the priorities for this season of life. But you need to recognize ahead of time that overspending will happen because you're human. And adapting and adjusting for overspending keeps your budget in line with your priorities and your goals. All right, so let's put this all together, okay? Here are some important things. Now, while choices themselves may be complex, understanding or thinking about your priorities may feel exhausting. This process is really, really simple, okay? Because here's here's the thing, all right? Here's what you should be prioritizing. First, you're gonna budget for obligations. Next, you're gonna embrace what your true expenses are. Third, you're gonna deal with your debt. Fourth, you're gonna think about the age of your money. Fifth, you're gonna set quality of life goals. And six, you're gonna think, what can I do just for fun? Okay, so that little piece there is kind of the icing on the cake. And I'm not gonna get into all of that in detail. We could spend a whole other podcast on it. But when you put it all together, I just want you to remember that your budget is really a reflection of your priorities. So what did you think? What did you think about the thought, give every dollar a job? That was a thought that was a game changer for me in our personal finances and my business finances. It made everything so, so clear. And to then have a system to actually use this thinking in to actually help me make things happen to keep track, that was the icing on the cake. So I encourage you, if this episode resonated with you in any way, let me know, first of all, DM me, but then head over to the moneyconfidencenow.com page and just invest in one little teeny session. One session. You could also invest in three or six, but just one session. The cost of that session is minimal compared to the amount of money you're going to save, okay? You will actually even get a better cost if you purchase six sessions, but you go figure that out. I made this coaching program. I can, what I would say in my brain, my thought is that it is very affordable and I, because I want you to gain this knowledge, this insight, this thinking. I want you to have a guide, someone to help you with this. It's life-changing. It's been life-changing for me. You can actually go read a few client stories there, women who have done this and the impact this has made on them. So my friends, moneyconfidencenow.com, remove the stress of money. You owe it to yourself. Now is the time. There's no better time. Don't wait. I don't know what you're waiting for. I bet you will be happily surprised how you can actually fall in love with your bank account, feel in control and not dread that word, budget, anymore. Okay, my friends, share this episode with someone who needs it. This might be one that someone really needs. Someone might really need this, and you can be a good friend, too. But be a friend to yourself, most importantly. Okay, see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Time to Level Up podcast with me, your host, Andrea Libros. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, I encourage you to take a screenshot and share it with them. Okay, now what about you? You've listened to the podcast. And if you now know that you're ready to upgrade your life, upgrade your business, upgrade you, 
then stop being only a listener and start being a liver, living that upgraded life. Head over to my website and schedule a call. Right there on that call, we'll start changing the way you think and act so that you can have the freedom to achieve the impossible in life and business and have the resources to do it. You deserve an upgrade. Let's do it.